0: Welcome to the A to Z podcast. Today on Message Monday, we will be talking about this past Easter service. For those of you who don't know, my
1: name's Alex. And I'm Zach. And we are in week four of this series, Fix Your Eyes on Jesus. First off,
0: very different Easter service than usual. huh? Yeah, let's talk about that first. And I mean, I can only imagine... But there was probably a significant, like, a, um, there was more people basically. Yes. On this this live stream than usual.
1: Yeah, and you have to expect that too. I mean, you, any Sunday you're gonna have a lot more people, um, and I don't think this is any different.
0: Yeah, it's just I wasn't able to see it because usually when I see, it, I'm like, oh wow, that's awesome,
1: because mm-hmm.
0: like so many more people, and on top of that, like there's opportunity there. Oh, there's so many new new recruits, we could say. Like, new people to join. Yep. As far as uh, youth, college group, um, church in general. Just people we could just meet, hang out with,
1: love on. Yeah, and there's an energy, too, that is pretty lost, I would say. I mean, you get something when you're in person. Especially on Easter. So... The fact that it was online, for me at least, it was a bummer not to kind of be in the middle of all of that built up excitement and stuff, because you can't interact with people, because talking with people about that is fun for me, and and that kind of gets me amped, and like, wow, like, everyone's just a lot more open to everything. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. It it just, it's kind of rain on the parade, but I, I still very much enjoyed the sermon. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, did you, I mean, did you just watch a sermon and just chill the rest of Easter? Or?
1: Well, after, there were a lot of limitations, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we did kind of a home barbecue okay. type thing. Um, and we had my sister and her family over. Nice. They're the Foshers. Nice, and, nice. You know, just good kid stuff.
0: yeah. She sounds. She sounds like she's a fun time. Yeah. Still have to meet her, but anyways, we're getting a little off topic. Uh, the sermon, uh, like I like I said, I, I enjoyed it. It was a nice spin, cause obviously central focus is G Man, big dog upstairs. Yes, sir. Back and better than ever. Mhm. But Travis really showed what everybody else around him was going through. Like usually when you think about it jesus is alive and then it's like oh my gosh that's awesome like everybody's happy rejoice but he kind of went into you know he died jesus died and kind of what his disciples and and some other people were going through in their mindset as far as that goes um and what they were thinking of and i thought i thought it was a nice twist because obviously everybody's not the same Mm -hmm. and when i was i was listening to the sermon i was thinking like oh how would i react or or which one would I be out of these? Yeah.
1: And I, I think that's a valid question, man. You know, because Trav really went into, like, the aftermath of the crucifixion uh-huh. and how each of the disciples reacted. And if we're being honest with each other, you know, a lot of us would say, like, oh, like, we're, we are the Marys. Uh-huh. We're the Marys of the group that would still have hope. Still be pursuing him, yeah. Um, as we read in the story, and as, as Trav talked about, but dude, I think it's very easy to put yourself in the category of the other disciples, like Peter, mm. you know. Um, and and you hear the stories of the rooster crowing while he, like, you know, the disciples deny him, and I think that is something that's valid to bring up and say like man like not if you're in that category but how much am i in that
0: yeah yeah i mean i'd be first to say as as much as i would want to be married um i would be tweaking out for sure like hey i'm supposed to be following this guy now he's gone mm-hmm. I much like losing master splinter like <laughs> where, where am i <laughs> supposed to go from here yeah but yeah that does bring a really good point just kind of put into perspective for us mm-hmm because, uh, like you said, everybody wants to be married, but we we have to we have to have a little bit of a realization with
1: it. Yes, and I, I think the real question is not if you would be married in the good times, but if you'd be married in the hard times. That is true. Because I, I think it's easy to say, oh yeah, I'm I I, I'm so much like Mary right now. You know, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh-huh. My identity's in Christ. So it's like, well, how much trials are you going through? Yeah. You know, and. Right now, I'm not going through a lot of trials, Yeah, to be honest with you. So it's a lot easier for me to say, oh, life's great, my identity's in Christ, and even if he were to leave me, I would seek him out. I'm, I'm trying to seek him out right now. Yes. And it's like, well, I, I don't know if I can really validate that as of right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's a really good point because, like you said, that's really where you find the true Marys, mm-hmm. is when shite starts hitting the fan. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well... Because then it it almost instills that doubt in you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why is this happening to me? Or like, should this be happening to me? Or like, what did mm. it... Then you, then you start rethinking, like, did I do something wrong yeah. for, for this to happen to me? And to... I mean, to, first off, I feel like if you're being married, it's without thoughts. Does that make sense? Yes. It's not oh, I'm going to do this because this is how I do this when everything's going fine. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm doing this because, I mean, that's just how my mind works. That's how um, I was raised, and that's how I want to approach this, basically. Uh, and I think that's a big thing is if you're seeking to be married, then I feel like you're not really going to be that true married mm-hmm. when, when the tough times start, start running, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, I would definitely agree with that. And, you know, more times than not, when I think about it, you know, you have to justify what is hard for you. You know, because as, as Trav talked about the sermon, you know, he brought up some examples of some trials and all that stuff. And I was like, well, that's not that hard for me. So I'm good. and And for me, I've had to start asking the questions like, well, what do I have a difficult time with, you know? Mm-hmm. What am I struggling with? And I, even on top of that, I wouldn't want to seek Jesus out in. Yeah. And those are the questions that I've started asking myself more so since the message, which, by all means, is not easy by any means. Yes, yeah. And
0: just to kind of go off of that is, for me personally, I, I don't know if, if this is how you go about it, but when something goes wrong for me, it's it's not usually, how how does God, how does this fit in God's plan? Mm-hmm. With me, it's, oh, what did I do wrong? Or, or how do I need to fix this? Or, like, how did I mess this up? Mm-hmm. And to completely agree with you, because it's so easy to just be, like, sweet, everything's going awesome, CEO of Apple, I'm chilling, God's awesome. Yeah. But when it starts to go through those tribulations, it's, like, well, I'm, like, mm, come on now. Like, it, is this really part of your plan? Yeah. And you start, like, thinking, like, ah, I don't know. I don't know
1: mm. about that. Yeah. And for me, um, I have really been thinking since the sermon kind of my, um, life for a better term, weaknesses. Uh-huh. Because, you know, people say a lot of the time, like, oh, like, Zach, you're a super patient person. And I agree with that. I, I mean, I, I've been blessed with that. Uh-huh. Now, at the same time, there are things that I am unpatient with. Um now most people don't know what those things are. <laughs> right
0: rightfully so. I feel like you, you can be impatient. Yeah. Things, but I, I And I, now I'm not yeah. I don't
1: emphasize those things. I I feel very encouraged by me being patient, but the the reason I bring that up is because I have I have found myself wanting to be honest with myself and say, Okay, yes it's true that I am patient. Yeah. Okay. But don't let that I don't want that to be a buffer for myself. To say, oh, you know, I'm doing so good in this. You know, I've been trying to think, like, how how can I go deeper in this? Yeah. And still challenge myself and, and look at all those in those crevices and say, how am I not looking to Jesus in this? I um, mean, how am I not being Mary in this? And I'm being more of a, like a Peter in this, you know? Gotcha. Um, and those aren't easy because... Huh. To be honest with you, it's very easy to lie to yourself
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and say, I'm doing great and actually believe that. You know, I, I think my biggest fault is I try and say, I'm doing great. Uh-huh. I'm doing a great job. What the message is saying isn't as relevant to me. Not that I'm perfect. Yeah. I'm not that vain, but I definitely... Catch myself saying, "I'm not as much. Um, I wasn't meant for this message as much. Other people should listen to this more. Yeah. I'm okay. More so. That's hard to that's hard to think about. Yes,
0: for me. yeah. Uh, just to kind of go off of that, I as far as my uh, to go off your weakness, I I'm not one to to." express my weaknesses does that make sense oh 100 i try to i feel like for most people i try to compress them like oh and i try to show them as least as possible whereas with this message it kind of showed me like hey there are always gonna be weaknesses unless you act on them Mm -hmm. and there needs to just be you need to be okay with failing um and you need to be okay with with long game for me personally.
1: Yes, one hundred. You know I respect long game. Are you <laughs> kidding me? We got about like eight years uh, in the making for me, man. I'm
0: glad someone can respect long game, and it just shows because I I'm a very short minded person. Uh huh. When I think about some things, and when I go to do something, I'm like, oh man, I still suck at this. It's like some things you could fix day one and some you just like it's it's a slow burn yep and i just for me personally what i got most out of this is i need to just work on my weaknesses yeah because always be weaknesses unless i work on them. Mm-hmm. so that was a really big thing with me so you might me sh- you might see me fail a couple of times now <laughs> which you know i won't like but you know gotta work with it
1: yeah now i guess the, the real question that's worth asking that, that Trav brought up about identity is what does it actually look like to put your identity in Christ? And is that a valid question?
0: Yeah, that's a real valid question. First off, comfortability, I feel like, is a big one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then second off is just being unashamed
1: Okay. is that's a big, big word big. that comes to mind mm-hmm.
0: for me. Is being unashamed because if you put your your identity in Christ, I feel like you're that's very confident yeah. in, in you doing that. Mm-hmm. Whereas most people put out their identity in what others think or in money or, yeah. or a lot of those things uh, that societal um, ideologies mm-hmm. look over. But being unashamed because then you know I'm doing this for Christ. So it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. how people perceive me. Does that make sense? Yes.
1: So that was the big word I got
0: for for putting your identity. Yeah.
1: And I think what other people think is a huge one. Mm-hmm. You know, because having your identity in Christ is not caring about other people's thoughts, but caring about God's thoughts. It's like, well, what does God want me to do in this? Yeah. And for me, I was kind of a weird child growing up. <laughs> um, you don't say. You know, in high school, I think that for most people is the most prevalent. Like, I care about everything other people think. That's all that matters to Even people, if yes. they're not thinking it. If I think they are, that's enough. Yes. And so, for me, it was weird because I didn't give a rip. About what people thought. Oh, trust me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I heard some stories. <laughs> so so everything I did, yeah, I was like, hey, if I want to do this, and if I think this is the right thing to do, or yada, 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 I'm doing it. And I was very, very solid in that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's weird is, I'm thinking more about that now than I did in high school. So, So it's in a weird way, more relevant to me hearing that message than it was when I was in high school on the identity of not caring others' thoughts, basing your actions not on that, but mm. basing them on God's desire. Here, let me ask you this. Do you think
0: you see it matters to you more now because of your occupation? Because back in high school, it was like, oh, I don't care because, to be quite frank... Uh, most most high schoolers don't realize it, but it doesn't matter. Like, it, you're not gonna get anything out of it. Yeah. About Sp- what
1: others think. Spoiler alert: No <laughs> one's paying attention. I'm sorry, yeah. but it's true. There are very few amount of people that you think yes. are paying attention that actually are. Yeah. Well, that that one girl that
0: you like is paying attention, and I, <laughs> I think she likes you back. Yeah. Bad. Let's hope <laughs> so. Yeah. Just, um, but just to go back on topic. Yes. Well, be, I, I have an answer for that. I have an answer for that. So, well, uh, can, can I just like, oh, yeah, yeah. F- fill it in a little bit? Um, because with you being kind of the youth pastor mm-hmm. of the Vineyard. That is a fact. It is. Uh, f for now. Would you say that <laughs> for now <laughs> as of this podcast recording? Yes. Yep. Us, um, <laughs> do you think, because I feel like brand, your brand is everything. Yes. Because then it matters; it, it attracts people, uh, and is and the brand on. me.
1: Yes, your brand, your brand. If that makes sense, I mean Jesus number uno, and then me. Exactly. Is that fair? Exactly. I just want to. I just want to yeah. clarify. Yeah, yeah. But that's like that's my that's my value. Yes. <laughs> All glory to God.
0: Um. But does your occupation do you think have an effect on on your outlook now?
1: One hundred percent. Yes. Which I would. I would completely agree. And I say that's fair. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, and that is where I kind of like I, I think about, well, how much should I be, you know? Because I used to not care. I, I used to think, I don't care what other people do. I'll do what I want, you know? Yeah. Not that I was like being a dirtbag. Yeah, like you you're on crack or anything. <laughs> but if I thought something was good and right, I didn't base my decision on actually executing it yeah on others yeah i probably did it even more so if i was like man like i feel like god really wants me to do this Mm -hmm. not to make me try to put myself on a pedestal but that was just me you know like is what it is okay um and now i think a lot more about that and and my question is is that a bad thing um and if it's not fully a bad thing Where's the line? You know, because I, I think to myself all the time, um, how are, especially with my um, position, mm-hmm. how are the kids going to receive this? Yeah. You know? And should I do it if I think they're going to react this way? Exactly. Or should I do something different so they get it, they receive it in a better way? And, I mean, if you hear it, at first glance, you might think like, oh, that's kind of a good way of thinking. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Because that's a question yeah, I ask all the time.
0: That's, I mean,
1: in your shoes, I would be thinking the same thing. Because,
0: first off, you're the first person they meet. Mm-hmm. You give the initial stamp.
1: Unless you get to them first,
0: you know, you give exactly, a little Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but more often than not, you're the first person they meet. Yes. Just you being... The head, you're basically head honcho of, mm-hmm. of youth, um, which I would say is in good hands, by the way. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that job, <laughs> I just want to affirm to you that. But I would I would be thinking the same thing is I not I need to be my A game, but it needs to be shown that I, I'm putting forth effort that I care. Yes. That I, I want I want it to look good or I want it to look put together. Mm -hmm. I want it to look put together. And then that's kind of where it goes. For me, I don't know how I'd be about it. It's like, do do I want to make it look like it would, we're perfect? Which, Mm -hmm. let's be honest, we're not.
1: 100%.
0: But that usually keeps people. Mm -hmm. Because now you're in a spot where you, I mean, you don't, you want people here. So if it it looks perfect or looks really good, then that attracts people. Whereas you'll get a different crowd if it's like, "Hey, just come as you are." Does yeah. that make sense? I'm yeah. Not saying that you're 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 doing that, but that's how that's how my mindset would go. Yes. Is I would try I would try to make it look as as perfect as possible. Mm-hmm. Which in reality, I mean, obviously I'm not in your shoes, but God might be telling me like, "Hey, d- dude, that's not what you, that's not what we want." Yeah. We want anybody and everybody to come mm-hmm. as they are. Because then that's when you get your true... You get those true people. Yeah. And I feel like that helps a lot in the longevity of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a longevity of people. Because you, you show them the realness off the bat. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you're hiding nothing. So it's like, all right, do I like it? Do I not like it? And more often than not, if you're showing them your real self, um, you're going to get people to stay. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's how I would go about it. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean... I think, I don't know, just showing, trying to be as perfect as possible is just my mindset. Like, oh, that, that will get people, that will get the most people to stay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As far as, like, your,
1: your occupation. Yeah. Well, what I've thought of beyond me too is where is that true for everyone else? Because I think everyone has that in an area of their life. Mm-hmm. Because we have the two extremes. There's high school. Obviously, hey, don't give a rip. <laughs> you know? Don't. Yeah. We want to press more on that. Yeah. And then there's, you know, when you're in a job, um, especially like mine, where it's like, hey, you probably want to think, think some about that. Now, I think there is a line. Yeah. Um, but then there's the other side. And I think there's, there's places in the middle, and all of us have those areas of like, hey, where in your life are you thinking too much about what other people think?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And where are you thinking too little about what other people think? Because there's something called credibility. Yeah. When you show your true colors in certain areas, yes. you lose credibility. Yeah. That's why we don't say everything on our mind. You know, it's not smart to do that. I don't think that's a smart idea. Yes. Be like, hey, I think you're a dirtbag. Yeah. You know? It I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you should filter that. So yes. it's like there there's some things, like, hey, like, you should think more about mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah. You know? And obviously in a job that's an easy one because there are certain standards. You yes. have to be you have to have a certain identity in that. Um, so it's, it's not an easy question, um, to ask and find the answer to, but I think it's a very valid one.
0: Yeah. And that, that's a great, that's another aspect that you brought in that I didn't even think about is, I mean, everybody thinks too much. They're like, Oh, what am I thinking too much about? Mm -hmm. But obviously they're not thinking about what they're, they're not thinking about at all. Because I mean, before you brought that up, I... I only focus on what I thought about too much, or what I overthought about. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, am I making a good impression? Am I making a good impression? Like, whereas the, the reverse side is, am I being true to myself? Exactly. Am I being true to God? Or, or, or like, am I being true to my values as a person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then it gets to a point where I'm thinking too much about impressing this person rather than being myself. Yes. And having them naturally impressed by by who I am.
1: Yeah, and I and I think the root of that. Is really, you know, where is your identity in the midst of that? Because yes. the identity isn't, oh, like, stop thinking about others, uh-huh. you know, and, and just think about you. Yeah. It's like, that is true in some scenarios, but yes. the root of it is the identity. And the identity is Jesus. So, yes. to have your identity in Jesus, it's not a one size fit all like, here, just don't think about other people. Uh-huh. Say what. Yeah. You are all about. It's like, well, that isn't the answer. Yeah. Having your identity in Jesus doesn't mean that you are not giving a rip about what people say and you do you. Yes. Most of the time it is. Yeah. Trust me. Especially if you're in high school, don't listen to the other side. You, you yeah. probably are not. You don't need to hear that. Exactly. But in, in life, I think there are areas that when we answer the question of, What does it look like to have our identity in Christ? Yes. It is something different.
0: Yes. And when you have your identity solidified in Christ, Christ calls you to to care for certain people at certain times. Mm -hmm. Kind of just what you're saying is... Yeah. He's going to call you in this situation to care for others, which more more often than not, that's usually what it's going to be. But then at other times, he's going to call you to care for yourself. Yep. And if you're, like I said, if you have a solid foundation... In Christ then you know when or you have more confidence going into that mm-hmm. rather than oh should I I am tr- I should be trying to impress these people yeah or I don't even care about what these people think mm-hmm. so great point you brought up
1: yeah so I think I think it's a question worth asking because it's beyond just asking like oh like man like how does it look like to have my identity crisis like well what what category are you in what people are you around? Because if you're around some people, I think, you know, you need to, ha- having your identity Christ looks a little different. Yeah. You know, because he's calling you to actually not do what you normally would do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's weird to say, like, don't be yourself, but it's like, hey, like, you need to, like, intentionally do some certain stuff. Yeah. Is that being true to yourself? I, I don't know. That's a, another discussion in of itself. Mm-hmm. But all I do know is to have your identity in Christ. You know, if I know Alex is having a really hard time with something, I want to alter some of that myself mm-hmm. to support him and love him in that way. Yeah. Am I being true to myself and, and, and being myself? No, maybe not entirely, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm altering that for alex yes and i think that in the root is having your identity in christ
0: yes and to go off of what you're saying if you have your identity in christ you're going to do some things you don't want yes and it's not like you're you're tarnishing your values or or how you go about it because christ will never make you do something that's wrong Mm -hmm. morally ethically just wrong period is that just not who he is because if you if you find yourself doing stuff like that, then that's when you you kind of have the enemy talking to you a little bit, yeah, so good point you brought up with that because I think that's a lot of where the the skepticism comes in is mm-hmm. oh am is this for Christ am I still staying true myself it, just kind of this stuff where um it's okay to not do something to do something you don't want to do. Yes. Because then God is going to put you in spots that will show your true colors. Mm-hmm. And you know, and Christ knows, wh- like what you, who you truly are. Yeah. And you should be confident in that. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. I feel like confidence is is a big thing nowadays that people lack. Yeah. And. It's for everybody. I mean, I feel personally sometimes I struggle with confidence just for, for something. It's just, in general, um, in decision-making sometimes, I'm like, oh, I, like, I don't even know if I'm making the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll leave it to someone else to make it for me. So Yeah,
1: and, and just to piggyback off of that, something I would add is what I've learned um, that I think kind of aligns with this is my relationship with Tori. You know, So when you talk about loving someone, so when I love Tori, Which I do. That's good. You know Breaking News. uh, (laughs) It isn't always what I want to do. And I need to choose to love Tori. And some people ask like, oh well that's not real love. You know? If you're not doing it out of emotion, then that you're not loving Tori, you're fake. It's like, well, that's not love. Yeah. Love isn't always doing what you want for the person that you do love. If you think that's how it works, you're screwed. Yeah. Because you're going to find things that you hate doing (laughs) and you don't want to do for them. And if you don't do it because you don't love it, then rut row. Yeah. And many times I've had to do things not because I want to, but because I love Tori. Yes. And that is love. Yeah. When it's easy, anyone can love anyone. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's easy. When it's hard, that's when it really counts. Yeah, and I think the same is true with your identity in Christ. When it's easy to do stuff that's God's calling you to and who you are, okay, cool. Everyone can do that. Yeah, you know, I'm gifted in this. God's calling me to that area. That's easy. easy. My identity's already there. Okay, that's just who I am. Yeah. When He's calling me to something that I'm I that isn't really me, mm-hmm. am I um, putting my identity up uh, for like fraud? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think I'm just entering into something that I'm choosing to yeah. do. And that, I think, is what we need to focus on. Yeah. Is what are those things that God is calling us to into who we are and we have a hard time doing? Um, not because we are thinking about other people um, not that we're thinking about the, the effects it's going to have is, is this going to please God Yes. and that's the only question we need to ask
0: yeah I
1: do agree and
0: I mean that's something great to ponder on just, be, just because now throughout your week you could kind of focus on what how, how does having my identity in Christ look like mm-hmm. and I mean I feel like that's just
1: one of the many things you could do throughout the week to kind of get off of this sermon. Yep, and especially during the quarantine, is there anything that I've fallen off of or that I think God has been calling me into during this time that I wouldn't normally ever do? Yes. And what is that? What identity is he calling you into during this time? And, And I might tell you that's a hard question to ask. Oh, yeah, most definitely, yeah. But that's definitely
0: something to meditate on. Um, It was a great conversation we had right here. And we will talk to you guys next time. Peace. Peace.